Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Today is May 30th. Um, let's see, a couple things on my brain. Uh, I listened to the episode today, uh, what is it, uh, May 1st, and I think I said at the end, I said, oh, we're now on our last episode, when I meant to say last word. Yeah, you know, sometimes I mess up my words. I apologize. Uh, I was very tempted to fix it, but then I was like, nah, I don't really care. So yeah, if you hear me say things like that, just be like, his brain was working way faster than his mouth would work, so... Uh, you know, get, just don't don't give him a hard time about that. Um, what the I'm trying to find this email. This other thing that I, oh here we go. Um, we're we're way past uh, Mark Saltvite's episode. We talked about uh, some backward stuff at the end of that episode. If you didn't listen that far, uh, go ahead. It's fun. We we talk about backwards talking. Anyway, one of the things was we talked about Missy Elliott's song "Work It." And, of course, I had to figure out how to say the phrase. Uh, and so, so she says, the, the line is, I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Of course, she doesn't say it like that. She says, I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And then the backwards line, and I, this took me a while to figure out, but it is. Oh, boy, let's see if I can do it. It's your fervent tippeth wad, yeah, thump It's your fervent tippeth wad, yeah, thump and then, of course, backwards, it sounds like. So I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, I I think I need to uh, pick pick up this backwards talking thing even more. I, I really I really love it. I don't know. It just uses your brain in a different way. If you do any backwards talking, if you would like to send me some examples of you saying backwards things. Uh, go ahead and record them and email them to me. All that information is in the episode description, dictionarypod at gmail.com, etc. All right, let's talk about the words. Chewing gum is first. You know this word. Two words. Sorry, I just had some water, so now I'm all burpy. Noun from 1850. A sweetened and flavored insoluble plastic material <laughs> as a preparation of chickle. Used for chewing. What is chickle? I guess we'll get to that uh, maybe in tomorrow's episode. Uh, more of the one after that. Or the one after that. Um, this sounds like something based on this definition that we really should not be putting up in our faces. A sweetened and flavored insoluble plastic material used for chewing. No. I haven't had chewing gum in a long, long time, but I don't know if I'll ever have it again because I don't think this stuff is very good for you. Supposedly, when I was a kid, I very young kid, uh, I just swallowed the gum. And so my, my parents had to do a gum check. They would say, all right, gum check, and make sure I hadn't swallowed it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really remember that, but uh, th- that's what they tell me. Okay, next we have Chewink. C-H-E, and then the word wink, one word, noun from 1793. We just have the number one definition for the word toey, T-O-W-H-E-E, toey. I have never seen that word before, but it is also a chewink, which is another word I've never seen. Next, we have chew out, two words, transitive verb from 1943. Synonyms are reprimand and ball out. Ball is like crying, B-A-W-L, ball out. Next is chew over, two words, transitive verb from 1939, to meditate on or think about reflectively. 
I am going to chew over that. Uh, yeah, we, we uh, also had chew on as a phrase at the end of the last episode. Those are very similar. Next, we have Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Capital C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. This is a noun from 1778. One, a member of an American Indian people of the Western Plains of the U.S. Two, the Algonquin language of the Cheyenne people. This is American French from the Dakota word uh, Sahiena. Sahiena. I don't know how, the, how to pronounce that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess it's... So the Dakota word was first Sahiena, um, but then somehow the French got into this and they made it Cheyenne. And I, I, I don't know. It seems weird that they would be called something that the French named. That seems odd to me. Uh, next we have Shay but it is spelled C-H-E-Z. It's a preposition from 1740, at or in the home or business place of. Uh, Shay, Shay, whatever. My last name's Parks, so you're if you're over at my house, you're at Shay Parks. This is French from Latin casa, which means cottage. Next, we got some abbreviations. First one is all caps, C-H-F, abbreviation for congenic congestive heart failure. Please don't get this. I'm, I'm talking to my heart right then. Please don't don't get this heart failure. Heart, please. Next is CHFC. Uh, other than the H, they're all capitalized. This is an abbreviation for Chartered Financial Consultant. Next is CHG, all lowercase. Abbreviation for one, change, two, charge. Next we have... Chi or key, spelled C-H-I. This is the first form. Um, I think most people just say chi, right? Noun from the 15th century. It is the 22nd letter of the Greek alphabet. And then it says to see the alphabet table. Uh, second form of chi. Oh, so this actually is pronounced chi. Uh, it is spelled C-H-I or C-H apostrophe I or Q-I. Either way, it's pronounced chi. Noun from 1850. It is a vital energy that is held to animate the body internally and is of central importance in some eastern systems of medical treatment as acupuncture and of exercise or self-defense as tai chi. This is a Chinese word. It specifically says Beijing which is the QI word, and it literally means air or breath. Uh, I feel so hyper when I'm reading these. I don't, I don't think I breathe enough. I, for some reason, feel like I need to be getting through it quickly, which I don't really need to do, but I sort of feel like it. I don't know. So uh, I need to focus on my chi better. Also, uh, in college, I took a couple Tai Chi classes, don't know how much it helped me, um, but my future wife also was in those classes with me uh, over 20 years ago. Uh, so uh, yeah, we, we have this connection of we took these Tai Chi classes together, and uh, I don't know, we never got back into it, but maybe that's something that we should do. Um, yeah, the, the Chi, the chi, I think there's also Chi in um, 
just uh, in spaces in in the Chinese culture, I think the, a location, a house, or whatever can have a chi. There's a flow of a chi. Um, I don't know. That's what they say. You know, I have not personally experienced that, but I, I think there, I think there is some there's some sense. Everything is made up of energy, so it does make some sense. Um, yeah, I need to focus on my chi. I do try and meditate at least once a day, personally. So I, I which is very beneficial. Just sitting and breathing. Do that. I've talked about that before. It's no surprise. Let's do more of that. Chi. <sighs> okay. Next we have Kiania. Kiania. Capital C H I A N I N A. Kiania. Kiania. I think I said Kiania before. Kiania. Noun from 1914. Any of a breed of tall white cattle. Well, they're very, they're tall. What, uh, I, I don't know. Okay, tall white cattle of Italian origin, noted especially for producing lean meat. This is Italian from the feminine of Chianino, which is of the Chiani River Valley in Italy. So the 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 cows came from the Chiani River Valley, and maybe. They were drinking Chianti, which is our next word, with a capital C. Noun from 1833, a dry, usually red wine from the Tuscany region of Italy. Also, a similar wine made elsewhere. And this is from, now see, this is slightly different. It is Italian from the Chianti region in Italy. But I would assume that the Chiani River Valley is in or near the Chianti region. I should look at a map. I've never been to Italy. I would so love to go there. Okay, next is... Oh, this is going to be a fun word. How many ways can you pronounce this? Let us count. You can say... Chiaroscurist. Chiaroscurist. Whatever. I'm not going to count them. Chiaroscurist. Chiaroscurist. Yeah, yeah. You get the idea. Chiaroscurist. What? Yeah. It's spelled C-H-I-A-R-O-S-C-U-R-I-S-T. Chiaroscurist. Noun from circa 1798. It is an artist who specializes in chiaroscuro. What? That's our next word. Uh, yeah, so this is a noun from 1686. One, there's a lot going on here. One, Pictorial representation in terms of light and shade without regard to color. 2a. The arrangement or treatment of light and dark parts in a pictorial work of art. 2b. The interplay or contrast of dissimilar qualities as of mood or character. 3. A 16th century woodcut technique involving the use of several blocks to print different tones of the same color. Also, a print made by this technique. 4. The interplay of light and shadow on or as if on a surface. 5. The quality of being veiled or partly in shadow. Uh, Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of just uh, light and dark, um, with probably some shades in between, but yeah, that's kind of the main thing, is just light and dark. Uh, this is from Italian, from chiaro, which means clear or light, plus oscuro, which means obscure or dark. So it's right there in the name, 
light and dark, clear and obscure. I like this. This is cool. Uh, okay, next we have chiasm or chiasm, C-H-I-A-S-M, noun from 1870. We just have the number one definition for the word uh, chiasma or chiasma, which is our next word. Yeah, chiasma, chiasma, noun from 1839. One, an anatomical intersection or decussation compared to the word optic chiasma. And the word decussation is D-E-C-U-S-S-A-T-I-O-N, decussation. Number two for chiasma, a cross-shaped configuration of paired chromatids visible in the diplotene stage of meiotic uh, prophase and considered the cytological equivalent of genetic crossing over. That was a fascinating definition. That's definitely one of my favorites in terms of just crazy words that I'm not familiar with. Chiasmatic is an adjective. Uh, this is an X-shaped configuration, or or no, sorry, the word is a new Latin word, which means X-shaped configuration, uh, f- from the Greek word, which I think is the same, which means cross piece, from chiazine, which is also Greek, which means to mark with a chi. Ah, see, that's the Greek word, chi. Mark uh, the chi, which is an X. So the chi letter in Greek is X. So that's that's how this is all connected. Uh, chiasma? No, chi marks the spot. Uh, next we have chiasmus. So we added an U.S. We replaced the A at the end with a U.S., This is a noun from 1871, an inverted relationship between the syntactic elements of parallel phrases, as in Goldsmith's, to stop too fearful and too faint to go. I don't know what that is. An inverted relationship between the syntactic elements of parallel phrases. Okay, so there's a quote, I guess it's sort of a quote from Goldsmith, which says, to stop too fearful... Yeah, I have to I have to spell the the two in four cases in this phrase because it's it it changes things. So the first one is to to stop, and then the next one is too too fearful. Like I'm I'm too fearful to stop too fearful comma and too faint. I am too faint too to go too faint to go. Uh, my brain can't understand these words. It's some relationship between the words in the parallel phrases. That is a chiasmus. I don't know. Maybe I'll think about it more later. And then our last word is, how do you say this? Uh, chaus or chaus? It is spelled C-H-I-A-U-S. Uh, chaus. Uh, noun from 1595. A Turkish, Turkish messenger or sergeant. It's a chaus. Uh, it's from the Turkish word which I would say is pronounced kavis based on how it's spelled, but maybe they pronounce it chaus. Uh, that is a new one to me. So we had chewing gum, chewink, chew out, chew over, Cheyenne, shay, chf, chfc, chg, kai, chi, kayanina, kianti, kayascurist, kayascuro, Chiasm, chiasma, chiasmus, and chaus. 
of course, I have to pick chi as the word of the episode. I like this one a lot, but there were some other good ones. I really like the whole, uh, uh, the chiascuro art and uh, the how chiasma and all that was related to chai or chi, which is an X. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Chi, 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 chi. Uh, chi. Breathe in and out and focus on your chi. This is not a song, but it is a thing that I am doing. Chi. All right, let's say some holidays. Uh, this is May 30th. It is World MS Day. It is World Otter Day. It is Trinity Sunday. It is, in the Ukraine, Cultural Workers and Folk Artists Day. Maybe some of those folk artists are Kyoskurists. Um, also in the Ukraine, it is Kiev Day. It is Mother's Day in Dominican Republic, France, Poland, and Sweden. In Moldova, it is Dniester Day. In Spain, it is Canary Islands Day. It's also Dniester Day in... Wait, why do you put it in there twice? Oh, the programming of this page is not always correct. Um, it is Anguilla Day in Anguilla. It is Indian Arrival Day in Trinidad and Tobago. In Puerto Rico, it is Laud Massacre Remembrance Day. It's also Mother's Day in Nicaragua. I don't think I said that before. In Croatia, it is Statehood Day. It is the fun holidays, National Mint Julep Day, and it is the Indianapolis 500. So those are some things. All right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.